Well, welcome back, everyone, welcome to, to another episode of the Get We're Your Here to Exchange Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Reed, and my wife, Becca, is here with me. Becca, say And to never let our faith be as simple as grabbing <laughs> coffee and a donut in the lobby. And we are excited to talk about 10 technology boundaries that we have in our family. But before we do that, I wanted to remind you guys that you guys should follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our email newsletter if you don't do those things already. They're really the best way to stay up to date with everything that we have going on. For example... If you followed us on Instagram or you've read our emails, then you would know that we released a book this year called The Jesus Question, which is 52 questions and answers for you to ask your kid about Jesus, really a conversation starter book for families uh, to help begin discipleship conversations with their kids, whether it's around the dinner table or just on a weekly basis. Uh, We'd encourage you guys to check it out. I'll link it below in the description, but something that we've been working on. Um, All right. I think it's time to get into these boundaries. What do you have think? We, have we shared that we're, what we're doing? I said, yeah, we're oh, doing sorry. 10 technology boundaries. <laughs> Clearly somebody's not zone. paying attention. Okay, precursor, we're a little sick. We're getting over a little bit of sickness while we record this. So, so if Becca that's sounds why, really stuffy. And, and if I zone out for, for a period of time, that's why. Okay. Um, the other precursor that I was going to give is yeah. that uh, we know that every family is different. And that these might not fit for you, or you might think that we're weird for adopting them. Uh, we are. And we are. And we accept <laughs> that you're weird for adopting the boundaries that you adopt. And that's what makes families so awesome, is that they can all be unique and different. Um, but in no way are we saying that these boundaries should be prescribed for every family. No. Now, there's some of them I probably believe that they should. <laughs> but uh, we just want you guys to know that these are things that we've adopted. We don't expect everybody else to do the same thing. Maybe they'd be helpful. But they might be helpful. So let's do it. All Becca, right. what's number one? Okay, number one. This is kind of a recent change for us, but we uh, we moved our TV. Um, we did. So we don't have a TV in our we living room. We moved it to the trash can. Not I'm just really. kidding. <laughs> We've talked about that. We're not there yet. We, we probably want to. should. We don't be. have the guts. I know. There's some like security and just still having it around. Well, where do we actually move well, it? Well, we moved it to our room, which people have. Which serious... other people have other boundaries that would say, "I'll never have a TV in my bedroom." We used to say that when we first got married, and then we realized, like, once we got healthy boundaries with our TV, and it wasn't. As big of a temptation. Yeah. It was like, okay, well, we can just move it into our room for now just to still have it around if we want it because... Well, why did we do it? Why did we take it out of our living room? I don't know. You told me. I feel like we did it because we wanted to try what it would feel like to center your living room around something that's not the TV. Yeah. Yeah. We just like have been talking about how all... I feel like... I don't know about other cultures, but... Uh, in, in American households, we, we set up living rooms, we set up couches and all the things it feels like centered around this one focal point of yeah. this massive TV. Yep. Um, and so we have been wanting to figure out ways to avoid doing that. And it just got to the point where I was like, well, let's just remove it. We don't need it out here. Um, we probably don't need one at all, but it is in our room for now. Um, yeah. Until we like officially decide if we want to just like get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. When you walk into most living rooms, mm-hmm. couches, the even the way things are structured yeah. sometimes yeah. is set up to be focused around the TV. <clears throat> and we just thought, what if you remove that from the living right. room completely? So what would that so look like? So the focal point would be like, especially just with having people in our home and for our kids sake too, yeah. like on each other and on like the guests that we have that enter yep. our home and sit on our couches, like mm-hmm. for the focal point to be like people and not 
Yeah. And not the TV. Yep. So that's number one. That's number one. Number two is that we have no video games. I feel like people are going to think we're like Amish by the time this is over. (laughs) I kind of wish we were sometimes. (laughs) I don't think you do. I think we could talk about many reasons why you don't actually wish you were Amish. Um, We don't have any video games. And I guess I'll just explain what that means. Uh, It is 2023 and I have no gaming console of any kind. I have zero games on my phone. My wife has no games on her phone. We don't have our, our. We don't even know the terminologies for these things. Are like the what did they but used to be called? PSTs? I do, guys. I do have an N sixty four. Yeah, but it doesn't hook up. It to doesn't our hook TV. up to our TV that we got a couple of years ago. It used to hook up to this other like random. There's this monitor adapter we had. that we would need. So we so have we that in our garage. It. Yeah, but we we don't play uh-huh. any video games. Yeah. Uh, we don't play any phone games. Our kids don't play electronic games, as we'll talk about that probably later. But yeah. um, you, I, I mean, I don't care to be honest. So this isn't necessarily one that I like would want, but you might I want it. Care. So maybe you should talk about. Yeah. It. Okay. I mean, I don't care as much. Like video games are not. They're like, and I honestly, they're like a lot of technology where you feel like you really like it until you get rid of it for a period of time, and mm-hmm. you realize, like, look at all of the free time that I have without playing video games however i do miss playing 2k and all the sports games i'm always terrible at the shooting games anyways so i don't probably be fun to have a wii that's true wii sports but here's the other thing about this is like our personalities are kind of addictive personalities well yeah so like i purposely cannot get phone games on my phone because of like how because I used to be as like a teenager, I just you know. And Doodle Jump was Dude, not a good combination. I know so many things like that where that was just like yeah. all I wanted to do, and so I'm like, it's you just not would worth also it. throw a Wii controller through the TV yeah, if I beat right. you that's in the Wii other Sports. Thing is like also <laughs> just healthier for a marriage to not, to not compete in yeah. that environment. No, yeah. but but honestly, uh, I mean, I think. Yeah, speaking of addictive personalities, like I also have a very escapist personality, one that I'm drawn towards coping and numbing out and those sorts of things. I have video games are an easy way to do that. Uh, and so it's not a great boundary. It's not that I will never play them. Like I'll, if I occasionally, mm-hmm. like if I'm hanging out with a youth student, like mm-hmm. we'll play video games or if I'm hanging out with friends and that's oh, like what we're going to do. in other environments? Yeah, I'll yeah, play them sure. in other settings for sure. Yeah. It's just that we don't have them. In our I think, home. Is the boundary. Yeah. yeah. And that I, could change. Maybe it will, but I can't even imagine like how we would have time for that. To sit and play video games? Yeah, at this stage of our life. Our views on video games, I feel like, are so archaic because we haven't had them or played them in so long (laughs) that, like, I don't even know what we're saying. When kids talk about video games at youth group, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's a thing. People play video games. Yeah. Anyways, enough on that. Number three. Um, Okay. We try not to Amish (laughs) stop stop (laughs) okay we try not to or don't communicate like with the opposite gender in technology technology so texting dming whatever that is so like let's break this down we don't communicate with them one-on-one that's to finish your sentence yeah. yeah Thank you. In technology. Yeah. Not that we don't yeah. ever communicate with the other gender <laughs> via technology. No. Um, but I mean, we try our best, obviously. It happens. It happens. But, like, if Noah's going to send 
a text to somebody, especially in uh, the job that Noah has, he's able to like include me in on pretty much every work thing that you're doing. Yeah. You'll if it's like to a female, you'll often just like add my number in. Yep. And like most of the time, I don't care what is being sent. But it's just like I don't even for, think you read the messages really. But I just often for don't read the <laughs> clarity or accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like in it because you're communicating with somebody of the opposite gender. And I guess like maybe it's because of what my job is. Yeah. But never once, but never once has anybody ever acted like it was weird in any way. Oh yeah. But I'm all, I'll I'll often just be like, Hey, I've included my wife on this group text and say something that Becca knows nothing about. But if you had like a corporate job, I don't know. We should ask some of our friends. That might be weird. That probably would be weird. You know, like maybe that would be (laughs) the corporate version. But everybody you work with, like, I'm around a lot. And yeah, I know that's and true. Stuff like that. But I feel like the heart behind it is that uh, we, we're not assuming or expecting that just because we would be communicating with the other gender that something like that would happen. Yeah. But we are assuming just the fallenness of man mm-hmm. and the sacredness of marriage at the same time and yeah. wanting to know that each of us has a fallen heart and the people around us are drawn towards temptation Yeah, and our marriage is something sacred that we're called to protect. And so an easy way to do that in communication is to just be really open. And because of my job, we can do that by doing a group text. Yeah. I feel like the corporate version of it is that your spouse like has your passwords to your email Mm -hmm. and has access to your phone whenever they want work phone, home phone. I don't know all that stuff. Yeah, probably that's probably, yeah, I feel like I was thinking about this and I'm like, I don't really like include you on many texts unless it's like to our friends, in which case I don't have any just male friends that I, that's true. You know that I'm not also friends with like their girlfriend or wife. Like if they're a single guy, you're going to be texting them about seeing them or something. So, like, I don't really ever start messages and I'm like, oh, I need to include Noah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's mostly with your job, probably. That's true. That's true. That's number three. Anything else? No. Okay. Number four. Uh, Where's number four? Access to each other. Oh, number four is that we... This goes right along kind of with that. Is that we have access to each other's technology at any point in time whenever we ask. Yeah. Or just take... Or take, yeah. This is this is. It's not like yours and mine. It's just like we both happen to have phones because we're two individual people, but they're like our phones. But in no way, in no way, like if you ever grab my phone, yeah, and I'm weird about it, yeah, that's not a good thing. Like Like for you, that's a red flag. Yeah, you know, or it should be, and maybe nothing's going on, but maybe something is if you're going to be weird about it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, and like if at any point. I'm like, hey, can I see your phone? Mm-hmm. And you're hesitant about it. Yeah. That makes me f- feel weird as well. And yeah. I, and, and yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like that's founded. Like we want, everything should just be out in the open. Yeah. And so there's no reason why we shouldn't have access to each other's phones or yeah. computers like at any ask. And part of this too is that, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but we have downtime set up on each other's phones, but we each hold the password for the other person's phone. So... Like there's some things on your phone that you can't access unless I input the password. Yeah. And there's some things on my phone that I can't access unless you input the password. Yeah. And that's another way in which we remind ourselves that they're both ours. And you just happen to use the one in the pink case and I use the one in the green case. Right. But they're both ours. Yep. Anything else? I don't think so. Cool. Number five. 
is that we have Covenant Eyes on our devices. And Covenant Eyes is a monitoring software on a computer or a phone. Uh, on a computer, it works, it's the most simple to explain, but it monitors all the activity on your computer and it takes screenshots of what's going on and then sends them to the people that you have listed as allies, people that are holding you accountable. So I have five or six people that get a daily report uh, and you're one of them, yeah, Becca is one of them. Um, but five or six people that get like a daily report of what I viewed on my computer. And most of the time, the email will say like, we detected nothing concerning, no concerning activity, but here's some blurry screenshots of what, you know, Noah was doing on his computer. And I've had my friends text me like, dude, why are you, are you looking at so many dogs online? You know, and like, it's just has like, that happened? yeah, <laughs> where they're like, dude, you would look at a lot of dogs. Uh, and, but just stuff like that. Or occasionally, like, there will be a picture, you know, screenshotted of, like, uh, I don't know, a random photo that I was looking at on my computer or something like that. And it'll say, like, this is a potentially concerning event. And it'll email it to those five or six people and say, it's time for you to check in with Noah. We detected something potentially concerning. They check it out and they give me a call. Well, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to then give me a call or shoot me a text and be like, hey, is everything okay? You know, I saw you were, you know, looking at such and such a thing. Was it on the up and up? That sort of deal. And then we have like an accountability conversation. Mm -hmm. So this is a huge one for us. Uh, yeah. And I think so that's on both of our computers. Both of our computers. My phone has no browser of any kind. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's possible to live your life without an internet browser on your phone. There's also a Covenantized browser that you could install on your phone, mm -hmm. uh, which just replace like you could replace Safari with your Covenantized browser, and then it can do the same monitoring thing on your browser on your phone. Mm -hmm. And send reports. Um, your phone doesn't have Covenant Eyes on it, but I don't use your phone my to ever search like, the uh, internet. And your my internet is restricted, though. That's true. It's like I don't know. You what get blocked the... all the time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. I just mean like no, searching I mean, regular I stuff. Up, you like, get blocked. The the irs like different like tax yeah like that's blocked. and that gets blocked yeah. it's just any yeah. yeah so anyways covenant eyes is a huge one and this would be one of the ones i'm not supposed to say things like this but that i would like prescribe for every marriage yeah because i just like, don't think not? you can be too careful like and especially like if everything's like if you're being honest and vulnerable and like everything's like in the clear there would be no reason why somebody would resist putting covenant eyes on their devices right because it doesn't like matter the last one if yeah you're like concerned about somebody grabbing or your spouse grabbing your phone yeah maybe something weird is going maybe on maybe something's weird going on yeah. if you're concerned about your spouse seeing what you do on the internet all the time that's probably not a great space to be in yeah. either yeah. the exception to any of these things though this is so random you're gonna be like why did you say this but like is like shopping for gifts because this is the excuse I hear a lot of the time. It's like, yeah, I'm shopping for gifts and like I didn't want her to see like what's on my computer, and it's like, well, like just figure it out. But also, like it's worth spoiling the surprise for the accountability. At least that's how we feel. Is that you would much rather me be accountable than and not surprise you than me surprise you, but have a lot of like a lack of accountability mm -hmm. in my internet use. Mm -hmm. So that's number five. Okay, and then number six has to do with like more specifically, not just internet browsers, but social media. So That's we true. don't necessarily have like a snappy one-liner for this one. We're just going to explain what our social what media our boundaries, boundaries are. are. Um, so Noah has no social media. 
whatsoever. Um, we have an, a but co- you phrase it, I have no access to social media. Okay. Well, we have a co-Instagram that like you're aware of like what gets posted and you help with posts and stuff like that, but you're not the one posting or looking or at Or logging into the logging. account or anything like that. Yes. But besides that, you have no social media. This includes like everything. Let's yeah. just go. I don't like, have... on your On your phone especially because what we were talking about, Covenant Eyes only... Like, it will monitor everything happening on a computer because you have to go on a browser. It can't monitor what's happening in other apps Mm -hmm. on your phone. So so, I don't have, like, WhatsApp or Discord or any of... I don't even know if those those are social media, but I don't have any any other... He doesn't have, like, Snapchat, TikTok. Oh, okay. Those um, are the popular ones. (laughs) YouTube, yeah. Um, Maybe the other ones are. I don't know. Um, Okay, so, yeah. This includes so many things, but it's, it's everything. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have YouTube on your phone. No. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any like specific ones that we could say you don't have. But um, so I guess that's like one big boundary for you specifically. And then for yeah. me, I, I have social media. It's just like it's more limited. Um, I have Instagram and I guess I have a Pinterest. Does that count? as It does. <laughs> now mean, that I'm like going through media. and I have Facebook, but the only reason I use it, actually my Facebook got hacked recently. <laughs> um, so I don't have my old Facebook. And so my new Facebook is pretty like bare bones. So I just use it for yeah. Facebook marketplace. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the reason that we do this is different for each of us. Like, mm-hmm mine like in full disclosure like i have a very i've struggled for a long time with pornography and sexual temptation and social media was never a good place yeah so we just think it's better just to not but for you it's just different it's just mental space and capacity and time and i don't know oh that i have to like like the reason that you yeah the reason that you set up boundaries is different that's all i wanted to clarify reasons yes for sure um Number seven. Oh, unless you have, oh no, we can go more. I don't know. Is there anything else to say? Noah's phone is like super locked down, which we want to talk more about this in depth another time. Yeah, it's true. We're hoping to do an episode soon on just our whole experience with I don't know my pornography addiction yeah. and what it looked like to come out of that and the things we've learned and what we do now. What, what we, we wish do now. We would have done sooner. But yeah, but I think we also mm-hmm. like there's a big piece of our social media boundaries too. Mm-hmm. that uh where we strive to be present with the physical people around us oh yeah that's true and uh and so that's part of why we limit it as well is because we're not as present with each other if we're keep trying to keep up with these other people that yeah. we're not around yeah i don't know if that makes sense that's but. true okay i feel good um <laughs> good okay number seven uh, number seven is downtime on our phones and time <coughs> away from our phones so like Becca said, my phone is really locked down. Part of that includes, like, Becca went through and set up downtime. So I have, like, you guys know what this is probably better than me. I'm, like, the technological, like, old person. But uh, there's hours in the day where my phone, or, like, nothing is unlocked on my phone. Yeah. Uh, or just, I mean, Except I for, like, like, texting and calling. Yeah. But everything mm-hmm. else is, like, is gone. Which, for me, is just, even like... Even, like, music. Even music. Like, uh-huh. I can't listen to Spotify from whatever it is like how do you feel about that do you feel like i'm controlling wife uh well (laughs) (laughs) no i don't we set them up together we set this up together i was recently changed like in a kind of a spur of the moment like random like thing it wasn't always spotify wasn't always like that and so the only like 
ish that I have with that is that when I go on a run early in the morning, I can't listen to anything. Oh, really? Is that true? Yeah. What time does it? It opens at 830. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I can't like listen to any music before 830. Yeah. That's I mean, I can. Good for it your is. Mental it's space. really good for me. I can like listen to it like on Alexa at home. Like if I'm doing devotions or oh, yeah. stretching or something, I can play music yeah, in the background. I didn't even think about that. But Sorry. like if I go on a run in the morning, I'm just listening to the sounds of nature, mm, which in our lovely. neighborhood is good because there's bears around and that's I, true. I have I've, just safety I've physically run into it. a family of deer before because yeah. I had headphones in so yeah maybe you're just protecting me but uh no the downtime is set up on my phone a lot um and then time away from our phones did you want to talk about this one or did you want me to say something you can keep going uh we we try hard to have like portions of the day where we're not with our phones. so I, I'll say this like I think that we try for these hard. Sometimes I forget about them. Me too. And we miss. But yeah. I try hard to not be on my phone until I've spent time in the Word that morning. Yeah, I miss that a lot. But I try for that. Um, we try really hard, like, from the time that I get home from work. Like, four to seven Until four the kids bedtime. go to bed. Yeah, yeah. We try to put our phones, like, actually away, like, in a bowl or... Mm -hmm. That might sound weird. We have a bowl that keeps our keys. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a bowl. Or like our, charging in yeah. our bedroom or something yeah. like that. But we try to keep our phones like, I mean, that's like the last couple hours. If they're out and we see hours. them, we're going to grab them or like we hear them or yeah. something like that. And that so one's like away. for our relationship with our kids too. That's uh -huh. the last couple yeah. of hours before oh, we go I to bed. I have one where like if I'm home alone with the kids for a long time. Um, yeah, this is which good. Which can like sometimes be, do you know what I'm going to say? I think I do. <laughs> which can sometimes be like monotonous. I will even, so it's like easy to just say grab your phone and do something really yeah. quick on it. Um when it's just me and them here um i will like just set timers like if it's if i'm like noticing that i'm like yeah. on it a lot i'll like set timers where i'm like okay until this timer goes off i'm not allowed to touch my phone yeah and so that might be 20 minutes it might be an hour yeah but i'll sometimes do that it's been a while but i used to do that more when it was just like me and a little baby at home yeah it felt like yeah, I knew that. That's what you're going to say. I don't think that one's really yeah. good. Yeah. I like that. As my kids get older, it's like not as much of a struggle to be on my phone as much as well, it when they was. Interact, interact more, <laughs> but maybe like season of loneliness with just like a newborn. I tried to do that and that was helpful. Yeah. No, that is good. I think the last one I would say is that, and we're slowly trying to get back into this practice because we were in it for a while, but mm -hmm. uh, practicing like a day of Sabbath oh, yeah. and leaving our phones behind for like or just airplane mode. Or airplane mode, like, so that we can take pictures. That's really the only reason yeah. we were bringing them. But uh, was, like, and I would leave mine behind, behind yeah, often for phone. 24 hours yeah. and try to either turn it off or <coughs> put it on airplane mode for 24 hours and be away from it. It is so refreshing. It's terrifying the first time. At least it was for me. Yeah. And then I realized nobody's contacting me. You feel a little shaky inside. Yeah, you <laughs> do. <laughs> you're like, I'm missing out on so many things. Yeah, and you turn it back are. on. And you I either know. did miss out well, on you're missing out on the okay. you're missing out on the dopamine hits. Yeah, it's true. It's withdrawals. It's withdrawals. Uh, I found out that just the only people that contacted me were with me, so <laughs> I didn't really miss out on anything. Also, yeah, anyways. That's real. That's real. That's number seven. Number eight. Okay, where are we? Oh, number eight. Um, this kind of goes along with yeah, what no we were just talking about. Yeah, no devices at the table, so... No. Except for right now when I'm recording That's a podcast true, on our dinner table. Okay, but, like eating meals... <laughs> We're talking about being around the table, eating yeah, meals. Meal. Um, I feel like we're pretty strict about this. It just doesn't happen. So it's doesn't like a, we don't really have to be strict. But Even before we had kids, yeah, we didn't do this. Yeah. Like we, well, sorry, know. we did this. Like we said, like, 
we'll meet you. We're just not going to have our phone nearby. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's weird or strange, but that's what we do. I feel like it's really nice. It is nice. And sweet. And and this most most often happens during dinner, which is right at the beginning of that, like, when I get home till the kids go to bed chunk of time. And so it's like a nice way to, like, kick that off. Yeah. And then it just kind of flows from there. But it we yeah. do apply it like and if we're for breakfast, sitting down on all together, or lunch, yeah. or you know wherever we're sitting down at the like table. Unless it's like yeah, after bedtime and we're like working on something, yeah, or you're working specifically for work yeah. on your computer or something. We yeah, just like don't, if I'm working from home, we don't really like sit at our table and are ever on our phones. No, you know? yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't know if that's weird or if that's normal, but hopefully normal. I think it's <laughs> I just really. So I I will say I think it's really healthy for me. Yeah, it's huge. It protects the family time a lot. And I yeah. and because we're doing it now, if our kids ever do like have phones one day, again, Amish, hopefully they don't. But if they ever do, uh, that will just, just be know. a family pattern that's set up that we follow as well. Yeah, and I don't want them to be like, well, you do it. So yeah. It's just like, it's yeah. ingrained. And, yeah. All right, okay. number nine, uh, our kids have no devices. Yeah, and no access to any devices. devices. Yeah, or including like our devices. Yeah. Um. So that even means like, uh, hey, our kid like grabbing our phone and just like doing like, something silly on it or like yeah. taking pictures. That just doesn't really happen. No, um, not that it doesn't really happen. But to take, we don't let that happen. Oh yeah. To make that clear, like <laughs> yeah. they will grab their phones, but I then take we take it away. Yeah. And we let them know that they're not allowed to have our phones. Yeah. The language we I try to use around that is like this is a tool that mommy and daddy use. Yeah, um, that's true. And that we need for certain things. I and you guys have learned about our phones. They're really our tools. They're not very fun because there's no games or anything on them. So I do have social media. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, no, this is a big one. Our kids like, well, I would say this, and this is maybe unrelated, but our kids don't have like their own devices. No. In the same way that we try to have conversations with our kids about like even their own toys and other stuff is the fact that like we own those things and they use them. That's true. That's and true. you know, so like even if there was, <coughs> this is not a even thing. Even if they had an but iPad. But even if there was a family yeah. iPad, it would never be theirs. It would yeah. be, this is the iPad that mommy and daddy own and we're going to let you use it. Yeah. But that again, yeah, they still don't right have now. those devices. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, so no iPads. We don't plan on have, letting our kids have any iPads. Um, I don't yeah. know what else a kid would have besides like an iPad. A phone, I guess, right? A phone. Or, or, or access to video, video games. Yeah, maybe. video games. Um, or computer games. I don't know if that's still a thing. It is. When I was a kid. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Webkins. Roller, to- roller coaster tycoon. Webkins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Neopets. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a big one for us. And it's not that our kids like our well, kids are little. This is the next one I think we're gonna talk about. But yeah. it's not that our kids like don't ever watch. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a second. Let's finish. Okay, this one. Yeah. finish this one. Is there anything more to say? Just that they don't have yeah devices and, and that and it, as far as we can see into the future, they won't. Yeah, but we know that things change, and we know that they will eventually because of the world, the world. that we live in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, I think that's it. Okay, so know. then our last one, number 10, is that our kids have very minimal TV. We try this for movie. us, too. Okay, yeah. So our family. Our family has very minimal movie slash TV time. That's True. Fair. True. Um, 
what do we mean by that? You're with the kids more than I am. So what does minimal TV time for the kids look like to you? I don't know. I don't have like exact, like they can only watch TV on Thursdays. Like we're not there. We might be there some at some point, like having a little bit like of a stricter schedule. Uh, that might be helpful for everybody. But our baby does not watch anything, no. <laughs> I guess. So we only have Which like, means a that our almost three-year-old doesn't watch anything when the baby is there that's true that's true that's one of the boundaries because then the baby just ends up watching so our almost three-year-old didn't watch anything until she was two so it's been like a year Mm -hmm. maybe like a little bit before when i was like really sick and pregnant yeah but anyways it's basically been like a year where we started introducing tv and i thought like two years old i don't know back in the day i had heard like two years old is like a good time to start introducing movies i don't know and so we showed her a movie last year on her second birthday and we pretty much haven't showed her any since because (laughs) well for multiple reasons yeah there's a lot of reasons the first movie that we showed her she watched for about 15 minutes it was cars and it was cars which is a quality film and yeah but it just she's two she just came out and she was like she was bored she just wanted to play (laughs) um no but but uh there's there's two reasons probably Uh one is like the stimulation and just like she doesn't need it like i don't know there's just that reason but then the other reason is that it's really hard for me like for her being this little and she's super sensitive to stuff i feel like Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to find anything that's like not scary or not all these different reasons that affect her whether it's like in like nightmares later on in night at night stuff like that or just her behavior immediately afterwards so that's what i want to say about this minimal (laughs) no no you're good um minimal tv is like what I've noticed mm-hmm. when when Hazel has watched more TV. So what would that mean? Like multiple days in a row. Like every like like three days in a row where like she's gotten to watch a show for an hour. Okay. So if that has happened, and that's if what it, we're calling not as minimal TV. That's what we're calling a lot. That's what we're calling a lot yeah, of TV. Yeah, yeah. So if, if just to that's clarify happened, the conversation, one hour, three happened, days in yeah, a row. Yeah. So if something like that's happened, her behavior is very, very different than like the child I know her to be. And yeah. I know that I can pinpoint it exactly to this screen time that she's had. Yeah. And I feel like I often hear moms or parents say like, well, what would I do if I didn't have um, the like yeah. if I didn't have TV to yeah. help or stuff uh-huh. like that? And like, I, I definitely understand that because like we we don't. We're not like totally no no TV at all, yeah. um, but I I will say I feel like if we the weeks that we do go where like we haven't turned on the TV for her her yeah. behavior is much better it's and she's just like yeah. way easier to parent yeah and so I feel like oftentimes even like I've noticed this for ourselves we'll just speak for ourselves it's like this cycle of like we've showed her TV super overstimulating for her brain you know afterwards. She has a really hard time, has lots of feelings, all the things. And then because of that, I get overwhelmed. And so then I use like TV to help my life be easier, you know, and then she, yeah, it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle is what I've realized. And so sometimes when I'm like, oh, it'd be easy to like turn a show on for her so I could get this done. I'm like, yeah, but it's just going to 
It's just going to make it worse. It's going to make it harder for me later on. Yeah. Like our family later on than just having her out with me helping or something like that. Um, Yeah. I don't know if that made sense. No, it did. It did. So, uh, so what does, what is minimal TV? So you said what you said a lot of TV is one hour, three days in a row. Yeah. yeah. So what would give an example? I don't know. An average week. Maybe like two to three times a week spread out maybe like she watches like here's what i'll say maybe you want to look these up she watches if you give a mouse a cookie show it's Great on prime show. prime it's video pretty good but it's like slow moving so uh, not so that's, very bright colors so that's one of the shows she can watch right now she has you know the snowy day book they made like a little mini movie it's like 45 minutes snowy day precious time yeah, it's lovely it's lovely <laughs> she can watch that and so and if she watches that at this point like she can just watch the whole 45 minutes if she wants mm-hmm. um she loves clifford so hazy's like very well versed our daughter's very well versed in the world of disney and yeah, things like that she like knows from like stories from me. like books or songs yeah. um and so i feel like there was some clifford books and then like I saw there was a show on Prime, and so like I turned it on for her one time, and then she was just so hooked. So Clifford, I know, affects her. Yeah, I'm Clifford like, affects going her. On and on. But no, Clifford affects her behavior. But sometimes for sure. she just gets so excited. She that loves it. I know, it's so cute. and it's like it's not a bad show. It's like a sweet show. Um, but I feel like, uh, anyways. And then she watches Eleanor. Oh yeah, and then there's a show called Eleanor Wonders Why. It's yeah. cute. It is. It's and, on but Prime, it's, but there's Eleanor's, a lot of episodes that you have to pay for, so she can only watch it. And Eleanor's like <laughs> similar to If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. It's less stimulating, yeah, just like slow, slow moving, Anyways, less bright colors. This is more for the parents if they're yeah. needing some <laughs> other shows to, <laughs> to no, give their true. kids. Um, but we'll technology boundaries as she gets older are going to loosen. But sure. she's so little, like we just we don't need it. We can't wait to watch a movie with her. Oh yeah. But we're just not there. <laughs> yeah, we're just not there. And I'm maybe there would be like this next year, probably. Yeah. But also, I just, like I said, sensitive girl. I just don't yeah, really, it just makes me really sad like that she gets scared later on or stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to bring this into your life because yeah. one day you're going to know all the things of the world. And so why do we need to hit you with this at like two or That's three? True. That's um, true. I think we find too, like, what do we do? Like, instead of that, like, that we're striving, mm-hmm. at least uh, I am striving. Like, if I'm watching the kids, yeah, I am striving like, to, like, help them independent play. Oh, what do we do instead yeah, of that? Like, instead of TV. Yeah. And it takes some, it takes effort right now to be like, hey, during this time, you know, like, when I am going to work on something, what if it's... I thought you were going to say when I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Like, dad's going to be gone for a while. <laughs> So you guys need to <laughs> occupy yourselves. No, I know. Just like but helping it create is. independent play imagination. and imagination. And she does she does a lot better at that when we go outside. She will play yeah. outside. So a lot of outside time when the forever. weather's nice. Um, a lot of, I at least just like, especially if Judah, our baby, is like taking a nap or something. Mm-hmm. If it's just me and Hazy, like she is more, she, it's so easy for her to just like cook with me or bake with me or vacuum or whatever yeah like she's such a joy to do those things with especially when there's like not another kid to care for so just inviting 
inviting them. I guess them because Judah just goes in the carrier with me if he's up too and I need to get something done. Yeah. But yeah, inviting them into what we're doing already. Um, Yeah. Outside. We like to play board games. We like music a lot. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of things. things. Lots of things. Lots of imaginative I just meant like... Yeah. In place of like, I'm using the TV for the yeah. kids so I can get something done. It's like we're working on building the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go do something by yourself. Not, and, not. Well, like, and I think we've seen it because our baby is one today. Um, yeah. But he's getting older, and they're able to like interact a lot more. Yeah, it's and true. So. Yeah, even though he can't really talk, them. they'll just like roll on the floor together. Yeah, or like, just laugh, or like they can do different things. Yeah, kind of now, or she can just like yeah, she can he can be her little baby. Anyways, yeah. All right, <coughs> well, those guys. That's sorry, that last one was a long. One. It was, but uh, at least it was last. I don't know. Yeah, those are ten technology boundaries that we have for our family. Um, I don't know if that's everything, but that's those are the ten. Uh, that we feel like are probably most important for us to share with you. And again, we don't think that necessarily all of these should be prescribed to every family, but we have found them really helpful for the things that we try to do for the type of family relationships, marriage that we're trying to build. And so we've adopted them and we've tweaked them along the way. Like we said, like the TV and movie time, like that will change as our kids get older. Um, and as those <laughs> things change, um, we've tweaked, like our TV might move places again. Might get rid of it. Might get rid of it altogether. It might, we might get one. a huge one for the <laughs> living room. I don't know. Um, but we just tweak them along the way and we try to see what works to push us towards like the goals and the ideas that we have for the type of like family and marriage that we're striving for. So that's why we've landed where we're at. Yep. Cool. Great. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Your Donut Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you liked what you heard, rate the show and leave us a review. It helps other people find us and it lets us know how you feel about it. I hope you have an awesome day and that you never settle for anything less than all in with Jesus. Jesus.